My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dastolo, and with me, as always... It's Ben Vanell here, Tommy. Uh, now, listeners to the podcast will probably have experienced a few of their other shows that they listened to over the past couple of weeks have some like weirder episodes and people calling in, some shitty sound quality, but with Filthy Casuals, you will be able to hear we're doing the show as normal, we're all in a room together, and that's because we have taken the huge step, the big precaution, the big move to actually start living together. We've rented a place together yes. and we're sitting in the, a room together, touching each other on the knee, tentatively, <laughs> to keep the quality of this show... As normal. <laughs> Here we yeah, are, like, we, all in the same room. Let me reach over and bop you on the nose, Tommy. Here I come. Oh, yep, yep, here it comes. Bop. There you go. Ow. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> my, what long arms you have. That took ages to get over to my nose. And uh, when it well, finally I, did, boy, it hurt. I was yeah, like really? wiggling my arm back and forth like a snake to get over there. <laughs> <laughs> if, you couldn't, if you didn't have your eyes open in the same room that we're in for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we uh, we we did. We all moved in together, and then we also <laughs> once we'd signed the lease, we all went out together, and we made the uh, we tactical business decision to go out and all get COVID nineteen at the exact same time. <laughs> yes, um, we yes. Fa- we found out someone who had it, and then we followed their movements and licked mm-hmm. every surface they'd been touching. <laughs> we have all been infected for the same time for a week, and we're now on the other side. So I, d- I didn't touch that person. I ate a full bat. I just started <laughs> to get. Oh. Why? You know, right, you've heard right. of patient zero. We'll get ready for patient one. <laughs> the guy who comes just after patient zero, but did the same thing and would have started it again. But I, you know, I'm a now I'm such a. We're living I'm in a two a bedroom apartment. I've actually got COVID 20. <laughs> <laughs> we're living uh, in a two bedroom apartment together. Tommy and I sharing one bedroom. Uh, we're in bunk beds. The second bedroom, obviously, is the recording studio. And Adam yep. is sleeping outside in a hammock. That's where you sleep in, yep. I think. Yeah. Yeah, pretty rainy at the moment in uh, mm. a Melbourne a Melbourne April, but that's what you get when you live in the hammock life. I got to set it up there because <laughs> fuck Tom Nook. I ain't paying for jack shit. Ooh, you can't yes. stop me having a hammock. I got it out of a floating uh, present. Mm-hmm. That's how we're going to get yeah, all of our food from now on. Just yeah. air drops. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess the um, I guess the floating balloon in Animal is the Animal Crossing equivalent of the drone delivery, isn't it? Mm. Sure. 
You yep. shouldn't. You yeah. shouldn't really have balloons like that, though. They're bad for the environment, really. Mm. <laughs> so, one of my many, many problems with Animal Crossing. Whoa! Let's do a uh, let's do an Animal Crossing check in. How are you guys? How are you guys going on the island? I'm I'm um, loving it. I got bored. I haven't really checked in for a bit. Oh, hello. Yeah, go, well, I, and I'll talk about the game that's taken my interest over from uh, it. Ah, okay. But yeah, uh, yeah it's definitely uh, fallen by the wayside because I'm living in the future currently with the game I've yeah. been playing. Well, I'm still nice. living in Can we in, just in talk paradise. about it right up the top? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that, that can be our first review. I want to just briefly touch on Animal Crossing as Tommy did bring it up. Um, nah, waste of time in the modern era. I <laughs> <is> Animal Crossing. <laughs> it's like my only routine. It's my only life routine at the moment because I don't have work. I I'm getting up in the morning and being like, oh yeah, I'll exercise and I'll check in on Animal Crossing and I'll pull out all of the weeds. I've got my three town residents now, and they're just about yep. to upgrade resident services. And so I've got like both the shops. Um, I'm going up to Tom Nook and asking what to do, and he's saying, I have no suggestions anymore. The, the yeah, resident got, services uh, upgrade is pretty big because at that point, yeah. you, you and and the little the little uh, ATM that's in there mm. automatically as like a makeup gives you a free as though you've been checking it every day for a week. Oh right, that's cool. I swear to God, I was checking that thing every day, and then twice it was like, nah, you didn't check it yesterday. Yeah, that happened to me today. It's, I'm back to fifty oh, really? Nook miles for checking in. I'm like, I was yeah. I spent most of yesterday on this game. It may have been because we've lost all track of time in the way in, you know, yeah. the, the lifestyles that we're currently leading, but mm-hmm. I swear that that thing is broken or a yeah. scam. <laughs> it could be a scam. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, the, it, it really opens up a lot when um, resident services gets upgraded. Uh, I kind of had to it, – it has been really nice that we've got this big thread going in the Facebook mm. group of uh, people that listen to this kind of sharing their screenshots and stuff. I kind of had to stop looking at that stuff though because I found it – it's very easy to get like not competitive but especially early on see the progression of other people's islands and then kind of feel like you weren't doing yeah. it right because you didn't – you know, you weren't quite at the same level as everyone else's town especially when you all started on the same day. Mm. And uh, I kind of think that's not the point like – uh, so it's been a lot more satisfying to just be like, hey, I might be a couple steps behind everyone else, but that's fine. You yeah. have discovered just that that is just, it's taken Animal Crossing to do it, but that is the social media experience. That is all of social media mm. completely. Mm. Not just Animal Crossing. Yeah, you're Cro- right. I, 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 I com- I'm completely the same way where I literally don't understand how people have gotten the crazy rooms that they have at this point. Yeah. And mm. like, I farmed a million fucking sharks. It's like, how, motherfucker? How did you <laughs> yeah, do yeah, that? Yeah. I reckon Game yeah. Genie has put out a new <laughs> a, a new product and someone's using it. You can slide on. the. the actually, remember the, the Animal Crossing nun, uh, Joy-Con? Maybe they mm. contain the secret special codes. Maybe. Uh. Yeah. I don't know what it but is. But yeah, I've got my uh I've got my house popping off. I've got my mm-hmm. uh I've got my front yards looking nice. I've got <laughs> yeah. cherry blossoms in my town at the moment, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Nice. I've got that fucked little rabbit uh that yeah. they, that's like a timed thing where there's now eggs buried all over my town. Not loving that, I have to say. I hate um, that. That's my one criticism. They're getting in the way of the hoarding, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I hate it. I, I'm not a fan of Easter, generally. So the fact that Same. you can't turn this off, it's so annoying. Yeah. I hate it. I like the time. I wish that Jesus had stayed event, dead. 
it's, it's yeah. such a weirdly innocuous thing to hate the way that Easter is now, where people are like, "Oh, I guess it's Easter soon." That could, what? I, what do we do? Nothing. Sure. Yeah, I think it's just a waste of time. I don't like chocolate eggs. Just get it out of my life. Fair enough. That's yeah, fucking no, weird. Chocolate you. eggs are great. <laughs> Not the best chocolate delivery method because it like it's mm-hmm. a messier way of eating chocolate. The mm-hmm. fact that they crumble the way that they do. But. To be clear as well, we we do not live together and we are not recording in the same room. If it sounds like we're taking pauses here, it's because we absolutely, like every podcast you're listening to at the moment, probably are recording remotely. But our sound quality, higher. Yeah, yeah, perfect sound quality. Um, What I can see, I mean, I've been to both of your houses. There's nothing uh, fantastically shocking about what's behind you. Um, Thank God. There's nothing much to comment on. Nox, I can see out your window to the real world, which is yeah, quite delightful. I haven't seen pretty nice really hey. to the real world. <laughs> Big grey sky at the moment. Yep. A rainy yuck Melbourne day. I can even open this door up and look at that. Oh. There it is. Oh wow. That's it feels like I'm getting fresh air. Yeah, this is I'm good. I'm gonna hold the microphone out so you can hear the no birds near my treeless apartment building tweeting. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> oh, it's just like being there. <laughs> um, what we? Oh yeah, Animal Crossing. Yeah, it's still the same as last week. Yeah, I, I I still like it. I have started getting more into the crafting. Finally, I guess I just started getting the DIY recipes that I needed. Um, building out my house. Um, it's start. It's starting to feel like I'm almost maybe hitting the threshold of it being boring. Like hmm. the sort of busy work is not as satisfying to me as it was at the start. Like weeding and and picking all the fruit and all that shit but yeah um, i mean it's still something to do fuck that was the thing i found just the i found that checking in on it every day i was doing the same routine of go around hit all the rocks go around dig for all the fossils Mm. and that got a little tedious for me at that point largely because there's other stuff now that uh, i'm a lot more interested in. yeah Mm. i'm i just like you said uh Ben, I'm kind of enjoying the thing of, yeah, make a coffee in the morning and then just spend half an hour just checking in on the shops, mm. see what different stuff is there. Um, if a friend of mine is online and I can go to his island and sell fruit from my island in his shop, get a big chunk of money from it, check his different items while I'm there. Like, I kind of like that there's not as many of, like, the bigger tasks of setting up the island at the moment. Like, right. it is easier to just get on there for, like, a brief amount of time and just do a bit of pottering. Mm-hmm. But, you can build pots. But uh, that being said, that's because I don't have the option of fully <laughs> jacking in to another virtual world. <laughs> totally. You want to you wanna get yourself out of here, forget that you're stuck in the house and mm-hmm. go travel around in a different type of post-apocalypse, then <laughs> do I have the expensive fucking game for you? Uh, I finally got myself set up to play Half-Life Alex. Mm-hmm. It's the new uh, 13 years later Half-Life game That people thought probably wasn't ever going to happen yep. um, And on top of that It's like a big flagship VR thing That is uh, trying to make a case For VR as a viable new thing Which a lot of other games have done already And mm. people have been talking about the the fact that There's been a number of like This is the one that makes VR make sense But yep. I've played maybe half of it at this point and this is the one that makes VR make sense for me. It's been so fucking right. cool so far. That's I, awesome. 
It's kind of the worst time uh, economically for a, a, a game to come out and make people go, yeah, I really want to spend $600 on this. But at, <laughs> I mean, at the bare minimum, yeah. at the bare minimum, yeah. that's what you're spending. True. It's uh, also an interesting decision to be cooped up in the house and go, you know what I want to feel? Just a little more boxed in. If there was some way I could have something <laughs> over my head trapping me even further inside the box that I'm already trapped in. Yeah. And then when I'm inside of it, even if I dare to move, it'll bring up big blue grids to tell me not to move any further or I'll punch a wall. Fuck. And What's then even if, I am com- even if I'm completely sunk into it, it's small little areas in this. Mm-hmm. Like alien infested post apocalyptic yeah, horrible disease world. A very tense <laughs> alternate <laughs> scenario. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so fucking well made and cleverly designed and effective that I am loving every second of it, that I can stand to be in there. That's the one drawback is that you right. can only do VR for a certain amount of time at once. But yep. uh, it's fucking incredible. It's so good. Wow. I made all of these purchases that were required for it previous to, you know, our situations changing a little here. And hey, might that be influencing the way that I <laughs> feel about this? <laughs> Maybe I'm mentally doing some jumps in my head to try and justify mm. this purchase. But That's good though. Ah, uh, not if you're trying to recommend it to other people or not. No, but I mean, it's good to have something that like having spent a lot of money on it and also we can get into this in a second, but I believe it's been a bit of an odyssey for you waiting for this delivery oh, to yeah, it has. arrive. <laughs> yes. So just like the, the, the sheer mental and financial investment, it is nice when something turns up and you go, I'm really on the hook and I'm going into this really wanting to like it. Like it's you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's nice when mm-hmm. you have a reason to go into something really positive, like mm-hmm. really wanting to have a positive outlook rather than just be like, I don't really care if this is good or not. Totally. That's and, true. And even without all the recent like I mean it's nobody's fault there's a fucking pandemic going on but the delivery was all back and forth and crazy but um i like it's also been more than a decade since they've almost even spoken about half-life as a series they they Mm -hmm. were weirdly tight-lipped on it for so long so being back in there and just hearing all the little sound effects and seeing all that art design again is really cool for me but um even more than that this game is like the the one that makes enough smart choices and makes them intuitive enough for someone coming into this that it feels like almost kind of Mario 64 levels of making a new thing make sense. That's how, awesome. How that sort of made 3D and, and 3D movement make sense. This makes you... And it took some adjusting in the start, but they teach you it, you know, pretty... Uh, not slowly, but they, they teach you it in very clever and very simple ways where you don't really realise that you're being taught these things, which is a perfect way to do it. And you become so physical in this world. You, you, you actually adopt your body as a control method, which I haven't really done in VR in the way that this makes you. All yeah, the VR I think most games of the I've time, enjoyed until this point haven't done that. Yeah, I've been, I've been trying to uh, get around the, the motion controls or the VR aspects of VR games. Like basically mm. up till this point, it's like, yeah, I want to be able to like have a 360 camera view, but I'm going to just kind of try and pretend that I'm sitting on the couch playing a game physically in every other aspect. Totally. Uh, VR has been like a wraparound TV often. Sure. With, yes, with exactly. some motion control. Mm. And this, I it, am completely in the presence of this character they're putting you as. 
I am bending over to pick shit up. I'm reaching into uh, cupboards to like open them and just not even thinking about it. And that yeah, sounds fuck. mundane and it sounds silly, but like it is such a weirdly, um, it, it transports you into it so effectively by having this physical nature to the world that you're interacting with as well. It puts you so in the place. And so to the point where when a fucking zombie is walking towards you, it is terrifying you are being okay. fully attacked by people with guns and you are invested and believing in the world that it's happening in. It's pretty fucking intense, but so I in guess what, a really interesting what, way. What VR games have done to this point of like done some impressive things with visuals, mainly yeah. uh, sort of immersive storytelling, but I don't think any of them that I... And like Astrobot, we've talked about a bunch of times, is just like a cool way to experience a 3D platformer. And it's like yeah. a fun different perspective but no vr game that i played so far has made the actions that you're performing physically feel like second nature like that you are inside the game and that what you're doing is actually one-to-one or you know close to a representation of what's happening in the game and vice versa it sounds like this is doing that though this gets that done completely Mm. by being really clever about it and making the things that are most going to connect you to the world pretty one-to-one and making Mm -hmm. everything that's secondary to that a different type of control that means it can become second nature so that you're as free to move around as you would be if you were there Mm -hmm. without having to interact with the weirdness of if you've got vr if you've got a vr headset on your head there's something Mm -hmm. in the back of your head at all times that's telling you don't fucking move you're in danger what are you right. doing? You're going to walk into a wall. Mm-hmm. Don't yep. swing your arms around. And so those sorts of actions, it doesn't require of you. The uh, te- the moving is either just on the left stick or it's like a teleport thing that works really well. Mm-hmm. The, um, the crouching can be set to a button. Anything that Im- involves you moving in such a way that you would endanger yourself in the real world is being dealt with by some form of, you know, uh, fake video game control. It's things right. like reaching over and picking things up aiming down the barrel of your gun, leaning out of cover to shoot at something, looking up and shit. Like you put your offhand underneath your gun to level it like you would holding a gun. I'm fucking standing there in my living room like a fucking guy who thinks he's a SWAT team member because (laughs) it effectively helps you aim and be ready to aim if you hold your gun in such a way, (laughs) in in a similar way that a, a real life person trying to shoot a gun would do. It feels fucking incredible to do as well. So it, this game so- this game obviously is not going to be a game that most people will be able to play. It's a game that our listeners largely won't be able to. It's like going to be what, mm. 5%, 10% of, of people. Uh, I, and we've talked a lot about sort of like the, the functionality of it. I want to like take us through the game itself. Like don't spoil it, but I want to hear yeah. like what, what happens in the game. What happens at the start at least? Um. So... You are, it's a prequel to Half-Life 2, which was set in a world where aliens had invaded, basically. You're playing as uh, Alex Vance, who's like a young resistance kind of member. And it's your job to kind of go through the world and save some people who are in trouble and destroy some things that the enemy owns, basically. Okay. It's a shooting game. So as you're, uh, and by the way, I just want to point out before I get into this, what a struggle it is to form sentences after not having properly spoken to anyone in three days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is taking yep. every single cell that still exists in my brain 
to formulate <laughs> even a simple yeah. recollection of something that I've done recently. Yeah. Yeah. I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. It's fucked how poorly you sleep when time no longer. Anyway, what it, we're in a lucky it's, position where man. time has no meaning at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, so um, you move through the world in the same way that you would in a first person shooter. You're just walking around these um, pretty small levels that are uh, pretty similar to Half Life 2 kind of little tunnels through the town. Uh, mm-hmm. old abandoned hotels that you think there might be something in, that sort of thing. Um, and as you go through, you shoot things. You shoot like uh, zombies, head crabs, uh, combine soldiers, which are the alien soldiers. Each of them kind of designed to give you a different type of uh, shooting uh, challenge. Mm-hmm. So some of them are fast and so you have to be able to aim quick. Some of them only have a moment where they've got a weak spot that shows up. Some of them will try and flank you. The soldiers and stuff are moving at you and, and, and trying to move around you, you know, similar to if you're fighting real soldiers, I assume. So uh, the, you, you've, <laughs> you've got a lot of different sort of um, kind of uh, combat scenarios to go through. And alongside that, when you are going through an environment, you might have little puzzles to solve that involve physics, throwing something over something or whatever. Uh, These little holograms that show up on the alien computers that you have to hack sometimes where you've got like maybe a three-dimensional ball and you have a puzzle that you have to solve inside of it. So the ball will have, uh, this is one of the types, uh, little kind of nodes on the outside of it at random points and they'll have colors on them and little patterns as well if you happen to be colorblind. And you spin it around, you try to remember where they are, and then you've just got to match them together. But because it's happening inside of this three-dimensional ball, inside of the ball can be obstacles that you have to physically move your arm around yeah. and try to picture. So it's giving you things that wouldn't really be possible unless you could so easily move around and look at this object hmm. from different angles and hold it with you. And and the how tangible everything feels while you're doing this is really impressive because... You just start opening doors the same way you would open a door and then knocking it out of the way with your hand. If you reload, you've got a few little weapons like uh, when you reload your pistol, you push the button that's on the controller to release the magazine. You reach behind your shoulder to where your backpack is to pull a new one out. You jam it inside the gun yourself and then you cock the little chamber thing back yourself. When you've got a shotgun, you can do the Terminator thing where you reload it by kind of flicking it back up. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it, it makes you feel so cool. <laughs> and then, like, the reality of it is that if anyone were to see me doing this, I would actually shoot myself with a real shotgun. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but every every moment of uh, what it's getting you to do is so creatively designed and so um, inventive, but but tangible and recognizable and immediately like intuitive that it just feels like this really smooth experience of gaining more ability with this new control method and knowledge of this world that they've built, which is what I've missed from those proper Valve games that they used to make that they Mm -hmm. haven't made one of in... I mean, if you want to count Dota or Artifact or one of those games that I haven't had much interest in, maybe they are like that, but those single-player Valve games that they used to make, this is one of them again, which were great on their own. The thing that's also been missing from VR, like control scheme and control function aside, is like a really, really good story, like a really good world. Yeah. Like Mm. people seem to be focusing on the tech and like like games like Farpoint and stuff like that are like, yeah, we've made it so you can hold a gun and that feels real, but nothing else about the game is interesting. And this, Mm. it sounds like, well, Valve, you know, have a great track record in writing stories. If any game is going to combine it, it would be this. 
the the way the world looks and sounds is so atmospheric that it drives you through this pretty simple story of like this person's in trouble, go save them. But it's so well written with all the dialogue that you get along the way. You've got Reese Darby in your ear talking oh, to right. you the whole time. He plays um, Russell Murray. Who, yep, <laughs> he's your pretty incompetent manager. Is literally what his character is. <laughs> oh, great! And he's you know he's kind of um, pretty blunt. When you're in a scary situation, you'll ask him for some support and he'll tell you that you're very unlikely to die. But if you do, here's how exactly it will happen. And it's pretty well written and it's usually pretty funny. There's a Vortigaunt who's like one of the friendly aliens character who is that kind of like Luna Lovegood sees different points in time. So kind of doesn't make sense and is a little bit airy fairy, right. but he's mm-hmm. very funny and very well written. Oh, and cool. then just having him fucking stand in front of you and talk to you is just an amazing feeling that even though other games have done it in VR, it's being done so well in this that it does feel like kind of Doom to Wolfenstein or something like that. You know how Wolfenstein was like, mm-hmm. it kind of invented that first person shooter thing, but Doom was a point where people were like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah, it, It's yeah. that feeling. Um, wow. It, it, I cannot say enough good things about this game. If you like shooting games, if you like single player kind of adventure story-based games, it is just a really great one of them. And if you're interested in VR at all, it is the crystallization of every idea of how to do a sort of first-person VR game that's come before made just like feel effortless. It, wow. it really feels like a corner, some kind of turning point for VR that uh, makes it like the only thing I want to see stuff be made in now almost that's not true because this is like a slower paced game and and it'll take time but like it's fucking incredible and if you have access to it you absolutely should play it if you don't i wouldn't recommend just watching a playthrough on youtube or whatever i think a lot of the impact of what it's doing will be lost i think you'd be better off hanging out for when this stuff does become more affordable which it will at some point one day Mm. you know but uh if you are lucky enough to be able to do it or stupid enough to be able to order it exactly before a pandemic comes along and you lose <laughs> your job, then uh, <laughs> it, it, it is one of the coolest things I've played in a very long time in a good number of ways beyond it just being this impressive tech thing. It is like a very well-made game as well. Fuck yeah. Glad to hear you're enjoying it because uh, yeah, Ben and I have been uh, following the, uh, the odyssey of this equipment working its way to you for the last week and a half. So <laughs> more than that. It's good to get there's not many happy endings in the world at the moment. So it's nice to hear this. Well uh, I just uh, <laughs> I did it exactly as this stuff started kicking off properly. Yeah. I yeah. ordered it about a month ago, like the VR thing and a computer that would run it. And it meant that the people who were in, making the parts of the computer were like, oh well, we don't have any of that anymore. Mm. Fuck. It's not coming now. So change some stuff and then they're like, okay, we'll send it. And then Australia Post is obviously, you know, having a hell of a time, which good yeah. good on them and well done on them for doing it. And I've got the least important thing being delivered to me. So who gives a shit? <laughs> I'll break this computer down and make it into ventilators. Don't worry. But uh, <laughs> it, it, I'm, I'm glad that it's here. It has definitely given me something to uh, a little bright spot in all of this. Yeah. yeah. I think Half I was Life about Alex 48 hours great. away from ordering uh, an Oculus myself and... I just didn't get it under the wire, unfortunately. I can't no. justify and it look, now. <laughs> ultimately, this is just a first-person shooter. It is a really good right. one, and it is one that is doing new things with this new form of playing video games, but it's still 
just a game and it's a really expensive one at this point, especially mm. if you like buy a fucking Valve Index somehow if they're available. They're like a thousand US dollars. Yeah. Wow. which I don't know if I'd recommend doing because I've got an Oculus Rift S and it plays just it plays great on that. I haven't noticed the the, the only thing with the Oculus is that the uh, controllers fucking chew through bra- batteries. Oh really? What are they run zipping on? through them? They've got double- one double A in each of them. Oh yeah, okay. Well that's pro- uh, why so, I guess that's not much Yeah, at all. yeah. It fucking sucks that thing off quicker than a <laughs> whatever you can do the rest. <laughs> I couldn't think of one that I was like, nah. I, for a second, I was like, oh, all the walls are closed in. Who cares? Who's gonna come get me? But then I realized, <laughs> yeah. ah, nah. People oh, you were still- gonna, but you were gonna cancel yourself. <laughs> yeah, but also, That's- but also the feeling of like I haven't talked to anyone for three days, and this is how I'm using it by yeah. by making a comment like this. Totally. <laughs> anyway. Um, I, yeah, I love Half-Life Alex, and if you're able to play it and if you're, you know, humming and whoring because you think it might not be good but you are able mm. to get it, I reckon get it. Yeah, you're generally you, a, a pretty harsh and honest critic, Knox. You're not someone who t- tends to fall head over heels for for games willy-nilly. Um, no. And I would I would take your review as as pretty pretty accurate. I, I think it's... Oh, the other thing that I didn't even mention is that on each hand... You've got these gloves that are sort of like uh, versions of the uh, the gravity gun from the original Half-Life 2. Mm-hmm. And you are kind of... So you point at an object that is in the distance that you want to get and you kind of flick it back and then it comes towards you and you have to catch it in the air. And just that act, <laughs> it's one of those things where when a game nails a very basic thing that it's going to repeat a large number of times throughout its yeah. playtime... Yeah, it feels good to play the whole time, and it just feels good every time you have something flying at you and you catch it, and then you fucking it's maybe it's a grenade and you push the button on it and you chuck it at something and it blows up. It feels fucking amazing every single time. If they could do a VR version of God of War where you're doing that with the fucking axe, then I, oh, that yeah. would be. I would. Uh, right. I'd take out a second fucking credit card to buy that VR machine. It is. It is that so sort of. It is that level of like chunky, well-designed feeling that. Uh, like you, you've got these little medical syringes to heal yourself and to use them, you uh, whip them out of, you've got like sort of these pockets on your wrists. So you pull it out of there, you push the button on it and the syringe spikes out and then you stab yourself in the chest with it. <laughs> and it, you fucking, you pulp fiction yourself and it feels great every time. Because <laughs> usually when you're doing it, you're in the middle of this really hot gunfight right. and you're like literally dodging and weaving to get out of the way of these bullets. Mm. You're kind of trying to... It, it feels very kind of, this is such a lame comparison, but you know how it's a little John Wick in the way of like, you're using these very unconventional methods to fight these people. So mm-hmm. because- Like with guns. You know, <laughs> exactly. How did they think of it? But like <laughs> leaning behind a wall and then uh, unconventional for a video game, at least peeking out with your own head out of cover and then sticking your hand around the wall and shooting wildly because you know you've got enough ammo. That'll mm-hmm. give them pause so you can run over to another part of the thing and grab a grenade. It's fucking awesome. Oh, man. It does. It sounds like it does literally sort of put you in that position, which, but yeah, yeah. No, no game really has done before. There's a fair yeah. amount of uh, horror elements to it as well. So I, I don't know whether or not you will enjoy it, Ben, at some point. Oh, I it's mean, it's pre- uh, with with mate, any like mate. with a horror horror movie. If the movie's good enough, then I'll, I'm happy to be scared by it. I'm yeah. not. I just you know, I, and it sounds like the, this is good enough. Yeah. The first times that you get attacked by any of the enemies, 
just the intensity of seeing that thing physically occupying the space in front of your face, mm. trying to hurt you, is mm. it really turns on a part of your brain that video games haven't turned on for me before. Yeah, fuck. Wow. The, when, when you Amazing. catch yourself leaning over a bin to look inside of it for a fucking collectible, mm. like, yes, you're looking in for collectibles in a game, but you're doing it like you're in the real world. It, it, it really is a... a, a um, what's that word? It's not transportational. It moves you into Transcendent? it. Whatever the that'll Immersive. Do. Immersive. Immersive. <laughs> I've never heard that game used before in video game critiquing. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> Immersive. Well, I, I think put that's in a... a uh, I put in a mammoth 2am uh, session on Doom Eternal the other night, but uh, mm. I played it on my TV with a controller like a fucking caveman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you rube. <laughs> you absolute rube. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, having a lot of fun with that game. Did you play it? Did you start it at all, Ben? No, I haven't even bought it yet. I'm sort of trying to uh, only buy what is necessary. Um, yep. So, like, one, one game a week, basically. Um, but <laughs> I, I'm g- as, as deemed <laughs> right? by the, the WHO, that is the bare minimum yeah. for a person to survive on. <laughs> uh, I remember in no, World War Two when they used to get those ration packs and there'd be a packet of cigarettes, <laughs> there'd be some crackers and there'd be a copy of what was World War Two back then, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I want to play Doom Eternal. I loved Doom from 2016. So um, I'm just waiting until I have a job again. Um, but yeah, sounds sick. Real fun. Yeah, just all the... Once yeah, really clicked with me a lot more. Like the yeah, fluid, just yeah, got got into a bit more of the rhythm of what you were talking about with it, Adam. Like the yeah. kind of almost bayonetta thing of like the yeah, you just having a great time with it, and uh, yeah, got got very happily distracted by it for several hours, which was uh, exactly what I wanted. But uh, I also started this week, uh, Persona Five Royal. Oh yeah! Now that is my oh, game. Yes. <laughs> that is my game that I was uh, allotted this week. <laughs> um, is it the yeah, same as Persona? F- it, so Persona Five Royal is basically just Persona Five, except it knows Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> is that the case? <laughs> yeah, I'm currently. I'm playing. I chose to play as Prince Andrew on this uh, yeah. on this playthrough. <laughs> Tell you what, he is <laughs> loving the high school setting. <laughs> <He is laughs> fitting right in. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah I've only put about two hours into it so far um, I, I I mean maybe this is naive I was surprised to turn it on and, Like the intro song is completely different Which I wasn't yeah. expecting Yeah me too so I, I, I thought this was just like a little, a little content pack Towards the end or something But even yep. like the intro The intro you know sort of cinematic stuff And that whole sort of You know set in the future Leading up to you yep. know the framework thing, that's all different as well. It's already really, really. I different. thought that was the I, yeah. I couldn't really remember. I thought that was the case. So they've mm. so one of the new characters that comes up at the end of this new version mm. is spliced into the intro. Is that what yeah. was happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's what I thought it, that yeah. was the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, and then, you, but then it pretty quickly does become a lot of you, you know it is the same. It's you know it is the same game. Yes. Um, that's the only thing I had forgotten is it does take a long time to really get you into it. Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of have just been churning because I'm sort of, you know, in a in a bit of a weird position with it where I'd played a, f- a good chunk of the original one 
and then left it for a bit, heard this was coming out, figured I'd just wait. So I'm kind of just desperately trying to get back through oh, yeah, the right. stuff I'd already done to get up to the stuff mm. because I've still got probably 70% of the original game that's new to me. So mm. kind of quickly trying to get through this. But that being said, just loving being back in the all the stylistic stuff of it that we've commented on before. Mm. Um, still absolutely holds up. Uh, did you get the thing where you get like a it's, – it's pretty small, but you get like a little bonus thing for having saved data – of the I original did. one on I your don't PS4, yeah. What is the bonus? Because I did notice that come up, yeah. It's just a cardboard box that's in your room when you move in that's just got a different set of clothing in it. Oh, okay. So okay. it's nothing cool. nothing that significant, but um Yeah. But yeah, how are you finding it? Because you you know, you played the full hundred hours of it. Um, I did, yeah. Yeah. How are you how are you going with it? I mean it's good for me at this point in time in the world because it's another game sort of like Animal Crossing where it's like, yeah, I can simulate having a fucking reason to get out of bed. I can go and walk around town and buy some lunch and, you know, yep. meet friends in real <laughs> in the real life. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a good game for that of sort of having this structure. It's very, very structured. Um and yeah, I guess I, I finished it. I sort of played the original one over about six months. So finished it, I, what, what's that, a couple of a years ago? 18 months ago? I can't, I can't remember when it came out. Yeah, yeah that, about I mean, two years ago. That was the thing I yeah. found Maybe. with chucking it on is that it's it's not quite long enough to, for, the, for yeah. the me replaying it to kind of have that nostalgia thing. Like just certainly the, mm-hmm. you know, the fonts and the sound effects and everything pretty quickly. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. That this mm. This looks and feels so good. But it wasn't like that deep. It's not like I've really forgotten much of the story beats that I'd already played. And yeah, yeah like I said, the start, it does really take quite a long time before it just sort of lets you go and kind of do your own thing. So yeah. kind of just just kind of feeling like I've just got to put the time in to just sort of sit there and go through that, this stuff that I remember how it all goes from, you know, I can't sure. even really get lost in it yet because I, it is quite recent that I played it. And that, that is why I haven't gone in at all yet because I think that that's the only experience I would really have with this. Having finished it as well, like you, Ben, the, yeah. the fact that it is a re-release <coughs> of a game that came out what, three years ago, I think, mm. with yeah. some new content and it sounds like significant and good new content, but I'm not ready. You know, yeah. I yeah. think my my so the thing that I've been thinking about as I've been playing through, yeah, maybe the first three hours is, oh. It will be interesting to me to play this to see if I do anything different. But the issue is with this game, the story's not going to change. There's not going to be yeah. alternate, you know, branches. There's not going to be an alternate ending. The differences are going to be with the characters that I become friends with or the, the personas that I choose to have and, and use regularly and upgrade. I think that's kind of about it. Like what flowers I buy, what chocolates I buy on mm. what particular mm. day, which um, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's been long enough for me to, to enjoy just soaking up the world again, because if the differences are what product I buy, what present I buy for what friend that I choose to be friends with. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's enough and I'm not likely to do it differently. Cause the first time I played it through, I was just doing it naturally becoming like yeah. you know, be- becoming friends with the characters that I liked. You know, I haven't changed that much in two years. So And it is very on rails, so it's not like there's too much that you can do that's gonna significantly 
change your outcomes. Mm. Yeah. No, that's the thing. But, it's three um, years later, so I'm I'm still a hot doctor man. <laughs> <laughs> that is. I but yeah, I am really looking forward to getting past the uh, getting up to where I got up to uh, the first time around, which I think was probably, I think I was nearly at the end of the second castle, which I felt mean, like I'd sunk a lot of time into it, but still in terms of the overall game, not that much. No, not so at all. I mean, I wish I was in your position. You, you've got so yeah. much more to go. There's yeah. characters you haven't met and yet. It's a, like, yeah, it's all fresh. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm kind of in the best position where it's like I know I like it. It's like I may as well wait for this kind of upgraded version and then it'll be kind of easy enough to just get back up to where I was before. Um, and I've kind of forgotten enough about the mechanics of it, especially like the personas and merging them and everything, that right. I kind of would rather just start this fresh than go back in on my old save and kind of have to, you know, work out what it all means and how it all works. Yeah, I, I guess the one thing, like, and it's it's a great game. It was, I believe, my game of the year, the year it came out. Like, I love it. Yep. And that's that's sort of the saving grace of going in on this again is that I've got a lot of free time. This might go on for months. Yep. I've got a long game that I love that I get to play again, and and that that's you know that's going to be true no matter what. And there's extra content, it's, and there yeah. might be more changes to it that I that I'm not aware of. So you know there is that. It is just a shame that for anyone in your position that yeah you couldn't just get the that extra stuff as DLC yeah. or just play it as a separate chapter, but. Yeah, I guess it's cool That's on life. the other. It's cool on the other hand that it is like integrated that, um, you know, deeply into the game. Mm. I suppose it's a double-edged yeah. sword, right? Where like I, I would love to play twenty hours more Persona Five. I don't want to play hundred and twenty hours more right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, it's still early. I did love that. It is one of my favorite games of all time. So I, I'm not sure if I'm being too nitpicky or overthinking it because I might just like it like i've got a bunch of other games on the go as well so if i'm dropping in for an hour or two a day of persona 5 when i am not allowed to leave the house that's not the worst thing in the world yeah yeah for sure uh i tried to play a bit of the bravely default 2 demo Mm -hmm. uh what could have possibly gone wrong yeah, the word How tried try there has really thrown me. <laughs> um, I succeeded in playing a bit of it. I failed in enjoying it for even Ooh. the ten minutes that I put into it. Yeah, just oh. I don't know, very, very by the numbers JRPG stuff. And after having, I think Persona Five had like just been delivered. I was like, yeah, what you know, what am I doing mm. this for? Yeah. I'm not really. I'm not particularly enamoured with the visual style of it. The, right, um, okay. The story and the writing is just very by the numbers. I'm sure to, the, I'm sure that there's, of course, someone who it'll appeal to, but, yeah, I, I just couldn't I couldn't muster up any kind of um, enthusiasm for it. I just okay. found it incredibly vanilla and, yeah, pretty pretty dull, pretty samey. I've, I've downloaded um, it. I, I did want to play it. Um I, I, once again, I have nothing but time. I want to play it. I, I th- yeah, I don't know. That original one or those original two, they're, they're classics, right? People really hold them in high regard. And I was hoping that this this was going to be a, another sort of top-tier experience. Um, I guess I'll yeah, give it a go. I, heard, I might like it. Yeah, heard nothing but good about those first ones. Mm. But, yeah, this just wasn't really wasn't really for me. didn't really grab me. Okay. Um, one thing I thought was cool about it that it kind of tells you when you start it up is that it's not – I think this is what it said. It's not uh, showing you anything that's from the actual game. 
it's kind of like a side thing that they've made oh. just for the demo. Oh, nice. It's like its own little kind of standalone area. And it's just like, this is just kind of a, yeah, parallel thing to show you a little a little bit of the flavor, teach you a bit of the mechanics. I, yeah, I thought that was kind of a cool way of doing a demo. Cause it, mm, that you is know, cool. We're going to have to deal in a week's time with uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake, mm-hmm. um, having just done the demo of that and it not letting you carry your progress across. Not like it's the worst thing in the world, but... Um, yeah, you know, too often you've just it's kind of a drag when you get up to the bit that you've played in the demo that you're just sort of doing the same thing again mm. or the demo kind of spoils the experience for you. Do you know um, a game that did that back in the day was uh, the original Half-Life. So Really? Once again, you've got a big oh. big daddy Half-Life to thank for that. And probably <laughs> so several other games before it. <laughs> speaking of um speaking of Final Fantasy 7 remake, yeah. Uh, it is it is on shelves now in yep. Australia because of uh, COVID-19 uh, supply chain thing. Square sent it out early to our country. Mm. They put out a thing saying that this was happening and kind of um, sort of urging people not to spoil it and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so well, yeah, A bizarre thing to say about a, a, a remake <laughs> of a 20-whatever-year-old game. Yeah. Uh, yeah that must, maybe I, that implies that there's significant changes in this. They did say that. They were like... Um, yeah, even though it's been out for ages, there's stuff in it that we want, you know, plenty of people to be able to experience for the first time. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, some people will have their hands on it already. We've all pre-ordered it on Amazon. And mm. uh, I got an email the other day saying, yes. oh, there's been an updated delivery time, the 9th of April. Cool, a whole day earlier. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to wait out my pre-order of that because I've got plenty on the go at the moment. But, um I found that very funny that for something that initially did get delayed has now ended up coming out early because of a global <laughs> pandemic. Um, that is funny. It is, yeah, hey, you know, you got to take you got to take your last where you can get them at the moment. Yeah, you certainly do. Yeah. Um, I also played a little bit of a game called Good Job, which went up on the uh, Nintendo eShop, I think, like a week ago, and mm. uh, it's basically. Um, top-down isometric view, uh, you're a little office employee and you get given tasks like bring this projector into this room and you basically have to get creative about how you get the projector into the room so you can like set up a cord, plug a cord into a wall and then get the projector and kind of slingshot it off that through the wall, like break through the wall and you get rewarded for how much the monetary value of the damage to the rooms that you've done as <laughs> you're smashing down uh, walls and knocking over towels and stuff. Okay. It's, um, it's, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty interesting concept. It kind of reminds me a little bit of um, Blast Core, which is a game that I loved on the mm-hmm. Nintendo 64 when I was a kid and nice. have talked about before how there's nothing really of that ilk that I've seen in a little while. So it, it has a bit of that flavor to it. But then I got up to a level last night. It's all kind of very physics-based where... You know, yeah, if you bump into a table, it kind of, you know, wobbles in quite a realistic way. Um, and I I got up to a bit where that the kind of sort of realistic nature of the physics was kind of making it harder than it should have been to solve a puzzle. So mm. I worked out that I needed to get a crane and move this box and sort of position it so that I could make a platform across it. But when you drop the box, it kind of wobbles on the ground and like tips over you know, that kind of thing where right. you, you sort of feel like you're being impeded by the 
sort of realistic nature of this box falling in the way a box would actually fall. It's like, no, I've worked out what to do. I've right. solved the puzzle. It just feels like a lot of luck of like managing to drop it exactly the right way so that it doesn't tilt. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I'd need to play a little bit more of it to work out if that's how annoying that would become. But on the surface, it's, you know, it's kind of cool. It's a little, little puzzly, you know, fun, that, different idea. That whole Nintendo Direct Mini was in between the last episode we recorded, right? Yep. Cool. Should we talk about that a bit, I guess? There wasn't that much interesting in it, to be honest, but... I don't know if uh, I even saw it. I, I watched the Nindies one, but if this is an additional one, I, I think this just one this just passed me by. Yeah, this it was just... just th- this just went up on their socials with no kind of... You know, normally they go on this date. They just put mm. this up, which... It's mostly I some... I think... It's mostly some like third party stuff, like upda- updates on mm. uh, some smaller games coming out at the moment. The announcements were like, oh, there's going to be a Borderlands 1 and 2 package on the Switch. The, right. uh, the Bioshock collection is coming out on it. Stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw a few. I guess I just came across some of the announcements. There was something else as well, A good, another good game that I was like, oh, yeah, I played that recently um, on a big boy console. Here's a quick little list of them. Xenoblade Chronicles mm. Definitive Edition is coming out on the same day as Last of Us, May 29th. Uh, 2K Games announced, yeah, the Bioshock Collection, Borderlands 1, 2, and uh, pre-sequel, I think it is. And then maybe one other game as well, I don't remember. Mm. Um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is getting a DLC. There's a game called Shinsekai Into the Depths that's also on Apple Arcade for free if you've got that. An Animal Crossing little, hey, it's out now. Uh, here's mm-hmm. Here comes the Easter Bunny. Uh, that yep. Good Job game, Catherine mm-hmm. Full Body... Uh, oh yeah! Oh yes! Yeah, that was that's the other one. I think. It. Yeah, Ringfit Adventures getting some kind of update, I believe, with um, like a rhythm mode that looked pretty cool. Oh yeah! yeah. I played. Yeah. yeah, I played this. Yeah. Oh, yes. Nice. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it? let's let's talk about that, Tommy. Um, yeah. so I've been playing Ring Ringfit every day. Um, the normal, you know, the base mode. I've been doing. Uh, I cannot only continue to recommend it. It's really, really been great. Um, yeah. We talk about it a bit mm-hmm. on our um, recent Bandcamp episode, 10 Games to Play if you were hypothetically <laughs> not allowed to leave the house for a long time. Um, but yeah, so I've been loving it, just the normal game. I've been setting up these custom sets of like um, one that's sort of like a, a lot of different exercises, one that's mostly like cardio and running, another one that's like um, mostly stretching, like pretty you know intense yoga poses. And I've been loving it. It's been great. It's been keeping me active. And then, yeah, they dropped this rhythm mode, I guess, what, three or four days ago. Uh, and Something I was really like keen to go in on it. Um, it's not particularly good uh, or deep or intense or anything. It's um, it's yeah, a limited it's set of novelty. songs as well. Yeah. It's kind of – it's just kind of a cool – it's vaguely interesting novelty, different way of using the equipment. But mm. it's not like it's particularly fun or um, a particularly great workout. Yeah. It's – I don't know. It's just something kind of interesting that's in the mix. That It's not like you'd ever be going, oh, I'm going to do – couple of songs every day no no because it's like it's basically only nintendo songs it's the jump up superstar one it's a version of the mario song there's some stuff from breath of the wild which was kind of cool and they sort of i think tweaked it a little bit to be a bit more like boom 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 a bit of a a pounding beat to it but yeah 
yeah, it's not sort of intense enough to be fun. If there were more songs, like if there were pop, like actual songs, I'd yeah. probably do it. I would probably do it, uh, you know, once a day. Well, I wonder if this was like them sort of testing out whether or not this would make for a fun game, deciding, ah, this isn't really going anywhere. And then almost like that Labo VR stuff being crammed into Breath of the Wild, just being like, mm. ah, we'll put it somewhere, but this hasn't really panned out. It's not really its own thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. We're going to we're gonna do this uh, tested development anyway. We might as well get some use out of it, give it to some people, to, to some consumers. Well, and Ring Fit yeah. is like sold out. At this point, you can't really get a, yeah. co- a, a physical thing of Ring Fit at the moment. It it's is. Yeah, I did it on the other day mm. after this uh, update and did the did a bit more of the um, main story mode in it. And uh, yeah, it's such a good workout. Like, yeah, I had forgotten what a good how much it really kicks your ass. And that was like I put the difficulty down on it a bit because I hadn't played it for a while and yeah, mm. I was fucked at the end of it. Yeah, it's been great. Um, it's good for like sh- very intense short workouts, which I'm finding are like all I need to be doing. Like I'm going for one walk a day and I'm doing sort yeah. of 20 to 30 minutes of this and that's like enough. Like if you're someone who's yeah. like, oh, I can't be bothered exercising. It's like, uh, for me, it's like I get distracted very easily, but like just doing 20 minutes of exercise a day seems to be enough. So mm. yeah, yeah. I, it, it is a shame you can't buy any of these Ring Fits new at this point, but... Yeah. Well, you can buy uh, King's Bounty 2, whatever that is. <laughs> uh, they talked about Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, the new characters come for that. The next one will be from ARMS, but they haven't said who it is yet. Oh, yeah. That's coming in June or July. Brave cool. Little Fault 2, uh, Clubhouse Games, bunch of poker and shit, Backgammon, something called Ninjala Man. that I... Yeah. I'm fucking really excited for Clubhouse Games. <laughs> really? Yeah. 51, yeah. Like, I don't know. Looks, at the moment, sure. Like, you know, take the Switch around to my girlfriend's yeah. house, play backgammon yeah. and chess and shit on all that. It seems the only thing I don't like about it is, like, them going, anyway, it's out in two months. Just <laughs> drop it now, you pigs. Like We're all clamouring for Clubhouse we, games. Drop, yeah. drop we it need now. this. Tommy, <laughs> your your mind is going to be blown when you Google the word <laughs> games. <laughs> and every single one of those comes up immediately able to be played. <laughs> um, it is funny, though. Like They go through the list and it's like, it's got, yeah, yeah backgammon, checkers, chess, all that stuff. And then by the end of it, it's like, Battle tanks, rock and yeah. sock em robots. There's just a, there's all these like weird kind of very video gamey things in there. Soggy I also biscuit. Like, yeah. <laughs> I also like the the one point where they're like showing Connect Four and they're like four in a row. There's like, some yeah. very there's some the, very dubious copyright stuff. The Parker going brothers on are going to be onto them. <laughs> Connect Four has the absolute best ones of them. My girlfriend and I were uh, in a pub. Years and years and years and years ago, it feels like now. Um, but it was one of the pubs that has the board games there. And the version of Connect Four that they have was called something like Four Gets a Win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's the fact that they can't all even use four in a row or something like yeah, that. The fact that yeah. every variation of it has been copyrighted <laughs> to the point where they need to be calling it like, oh, four score in seven years. Four, four yeah. skin. One, two, three, it's funny and then the, the other one. Yeah. Hope you get them all. Four, that is. <laughs> it's funny. Don't for let the, the other player get four. Not the concept. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, there was also, yeah, something called Ninjala. Don't remember that. Uh, Star mm. Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy, which is another weird, like, okay, I guess. Oh, and Pod yeah, Racer? Is, did I see someone tweeting yeah, about yeah. Pod yeah. Racer? That's mm, going to come at some point. Um, the Panzer Dragoon remake is out now, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's um, the turn-based uh, JRPG sort of thing, yeah? Nah, it's no. like an on-rails shooter. <laughs> oh, right. There was, yeah, Panzer Dragoon, like they did two games that were on-rails shooters and then the third one was like an RPG. Uh, okay, okay. I might have a look at it. Um and yeah, some more stuff about the Pokemon Sword and Shield expansion passes. Just little bits and bobs. Mm. It was a pretty light on direct and the the way that it kind of got rolled out made me think that maybe they uh have had some long term plans uh affected by the uncertainty of um mm. all the current state of the world. Because Possibly. then in the last week, uh there's been a lot of websites uh that don't typically tend to report on just rumours uh, circulating this story that apparently, because it's the 35th anniversary of the first Mario Brothers, that they're planning some kind of deluxe um, collection that's got Mario 64, Mario Sunshine and the Mario Galaxy games in it, mm. and then a port of Mario 3D World that's got new deluxe, you know, new levels and stuff added onto that. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's really been doing the rounds in the last forty-eight hours. I would be into this Paper Mario. I've oh, only yeah, seen yeah, them right. be be saying that it's Super Mario Galaxy One. What, I haven't sorry? seen I haven't seen anyone mention Super Mario Galaxy Two at any point. Uh, you would hope it was both. Oh, okay. mm. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So this would be yeah, cool. that's the uh, that's the speculation that there's a yeah heap of heap of the old ones back on there. Yeah, new Paper Mario. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to make of it. I, I hope it's true. I hope that's happening this year. Mm. Um, it's, it does seem too good to be true because it seems like everyone wants this to happen and when did Nintendo ever do something that everyone wants to happen? So mm-hmm. uh, roughly once too pumped Roughly up. once every 10 years. And I, <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. think that this will be yeah. like... Because they've done the Super Mario All-Stars thing. They've done compilations like this with Kirby and whatever. I, I could see them mm, doing true. this because I, it, I think... One negative of it is if they were redoing Mario 64 and Super Mario Sunshine, it would suggest that they don't have any plans to bring 64 games or GameCube games to like the Switch Online thing. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. That could be a well, downside of it. The, unless they're like remasters. Sure. I, that'd be so mm. weird looking. Like a Mario 64 remaster would fuck with my head a little bit, I think. I don't know why. Unless they add a bunch so of in. like assets and tech like it'd look it'd just probably either look like odyssey or it'd just be like really smooth really Mm. smooth textures i guess that's what i mean like any version of that game that isn't that original or they made one for the ds i guess it looked basically the same but yeah Yeah. i don't know that'd be cool if they did that stuff it's kind of like an all-stars um style Mm. package where they had all all those old 8-bit games in the 16-bit style i imagine it'd be kind of making Sunshine and 64 look kind of like they're in the same engine as Galaxy. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Sure. And, and, like, those Galaxy games are great. If it's both of them, that's awesome. We get the Japanese version of Mario Brothers Sunshine because we got Doki Doki Sunshine over here. I don't know if you... A lot of people don't know that fact. <laughs> but we actually got a reskin version of Doki Doki Sunshine. 
Um, <laughs> Very good. I don't good. know what that was like for you, Ben, but Adam's part of the connection started dropping out really badly for me then. Yeah, but I same. can still tell exactly the joke that was being made. Yeah, it's because I can it hear wasn't it, a complicated I can hear it in one my head. or a difficult <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but these are these are games I've never played. I never played sixty four, or like I played it once at a friend's oh house. Right. I never played Sunshine. Never owned Galaxy or Galaxy Two. So this Damn. is um, this is for me basically. So thanks. It's, it's yeah, kind of kind of a shame that three D World won't be isn't talked about being included in this. That that'll be almost definitely separate, and hopefully mm. that'll have three D land with it maybe as well. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, that's part of the yeah part of the whoever started this uh, who cli- the person who claims to have this inside information has said that it would be yeah three three D world with a heap of new levels in it which which would makes be sense fucking sick because yeah, yeah. fucking great and and that has been their weird mo that it's not on Switch already yeah. exactly that has been their mo with every other Wii U game they made so mm. yeah I yeah that, that those would be cool you know they'd be remasters and whatever but but that that's not a bad sounding set and the idea of a new Paper Mario game if it's like back to the old style of Paper Mario mm. game that'd be fucking rad if they did that well again yeah the thing that I read this is what that guy was saying was it was yeah more in line with Thousand Year Door and the original one and yeah, nice. less like the last two one that people seem to be not into so yeah I mean if all that stuff if that's true and that's all happening this year then that's that's great and it I mean. It seems like maybe it was something they were ready to announce in the in this direct that just happened, and then I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're worrying about the things being shut down and the possibility of you know having to shuffle around dates or whatever. I don't know. Like mm. the way that that direct went out, kind of seemed very like. I mean, it it could be something even weirder. Like it had a tie into the twenty twenty Olympics because, like, Mario was tied oh, in yeah. with the Olympics. Yeah, and it, Nintendo Land is obviously going to be yeah delayed true. the opening of that. So it could be that all of that stuff was in the marketing for it. So they've got to pivot on that. That makes sense. Well, yeah, and e- even separately from say the Olympics, it's just the fact that maybe production for other games has had to stop or you know has been affected. Yeah. So maybe they hold on to it to fill a gap that they now have in, you know, July, yeah. October, maybe yeah, December. We'll yeah. I, it does because, sound, yeah, but it sounds very plausible and, and multiple people have said they have multiple sources on this. It doesn't sound out of the realm of possibility mm. to me at all. So I reckon yeah, just assume it, that's going to happen. When all this stuff started kicking off, we started to see, obviously, yeah, a lot of movies got delayed, a lot of festivals got cancelled, but games... At the moment, haven't there haven't really been any big mm. uh, release dates affected? But that I mean, that will happen eventually. Yeah, that, you know, a company has to go. This would have been out at the end of the year, and now it can't be. But yeah, there, there was no reason for them to not still be able to come out at the same date, which so far has been great. Like I think everyone that listens to this would agree. It's been uh, yeah, having having new stuff to look forward to and to sink your teeth into while you're locked up has been kind of one of the few things that's for me at least been able to keep me sane like mm. yeah. there's been a lot of stuff coming out in the last couple of weeks there's a lot of stuff coming out in the next couple of weeks that I'm really looking forward to sort of having those little I mean I always look forward to new games coming out but like m- more so than ever now like oh <laughs> yeah. fuck yeah great next week this is out and I got mm. nothing but time to just like there's going to be no things the left on the pile of shame at the end of the year I mean we mm. I mean we'll be able to comment on the game of the year at the end of this year with like 
<laughs> Real certainty. Yeah. No, like, oh, this yeah. probably would have been in my list, but I only played <laughs> yeah. a couple of hours of it and then ran we out of time. We know like, exactly we, yeah. which game yeah. is the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, presumably that's that's gonna have that's gonna be further down the line that we hear. Oh well, this company had to shut their offices down, and it's not the sort of thing yeah. you can do from work. So this got bumped back by six months or whatever it is. But um, but yeah, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Mm. Two other quick things that probably aren't worth talking about that much, but they announced a remaster of the original Nier, which is cool. Oh yeah. Yes. Never played yeah. that, but I love Automata, so uh, mm. I'm definitely up for this one. And. Uh, Another game I've been playing is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. But that's more than 20 years old at this point and everything that has ever been said about it has been said. A, listen, a game go that, listen to us talk about Hollow Knight and, yeah, I think pretty much the same thing. A game that feels like it came uh, came out 20 years ago now, uh, given the last month, is Red Dead Redemption 2. And I've been playing that. Mm. I started a new game, which uh, Nox, you pointed out to me, is a meme uh, is a parody yep. article from about a week ago. <laughs> uh, I'm really just playing into the stereotypes over here. But fuck, man, it's so good. It's uh, And obviously, I am reveling in a game that is taking its time, especially at the start. But like, yeah. I'm also just happily trotting around over the hills with no real purpose, just soaking in the view. <laughs> it's, uh, not to... It, not to spoil the game for anybody, but uh, about halfway through that game, Arthur Morgan comes down with a very severe illness. <laughs> I wonder if... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just play it up until about 45% of the way through then. Just before yeah. that point and then just... And then everything was fine. Yeah, man, I'll start was... it again, again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah, just like, make sure I'm, I'm you skin it. enough rabbits to make hand sanitizer or something. <laughs> <laughs> if you play the game a bit differently in the beginning. Um, but fuck, it's still good. And uh, like, again, not to like, this is not a, an overt plug or anything, but as we talked about in our uh, 10 games to play in isolation, it actually is nice to have a representation of the outside world and a really beautiful environment mm-hmm. and to just get to look at it like it's 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 just mm. it's better than looking at my wall so it's not it's obviously a great fantastic game with a you know a fantastic story it's very immersive and all of that going for it but just as a tool to cope with isolation it's also mm. doing the trick yeah nice that's pretty good and if anyone mm. hasn't played symphony of the night go give it a go it's fucking really good i wish i hadn't slept <laughs> on it for so long because now it is so similar to all those other Fucking Metroidvania, worst title for a genre. Mm, yeah, games. Yeah, but I wanted it is, to go back and give it a try, but it does feel like, it, yeah, it'd be kind of hard to dip back into the thing that kind of kicked all that off. Yeah, a little slow to get going, but uh, it it really is. You can see why it became the template for all of these games. I mean, Metroid yeah. is really the template, but this one does enough stuff differently that they are copying more from Castlevania. But yeah, it's good. Right. I'm enjoying it. Cool. Well, I guess we should wrap it up uh, for another week here on Filthy Casuals. Thank you, everyone, uh, for joining us. Thank you, everyone, who's been sending us uh, nice messages in the last couple of weeks, mm. letting us know yeah. that they've been uh, enjoying the content we've been putting out. This is, of course, uh, the first one of these that we've done remotely since everything kicked off. This is going to be how we have to do it for this foreseeable future. I hope this we did was okay. Do one, we did do one unrelated just before oh, yeah. everything <laughs> kicked off. So. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. true, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is it for a little while. So hopefully, uh, yeah, bear with us. I, ho- I hope this was okay to listen to. Um, yeah. Obviously, a little bit of uh, us getting to grips hmm. with it. Um, but yeah, 
gl- lucky that we're in a position where we can keep this going. We don't need to stop the pod for any reason while this yeah. is all going on. Yeah. Uh, if you want some extra content, check out our Bandcamp. We've got a bunch of uh, premium episodes up there, including the last one that we did, which is uh, free if you would like it for free or if you want to pay a little money for it, um, you can pay what you want. And uh, all thanks. the other ones are $1 minimum thanks so much to everyone who did put money in for that one because like some people put like fucking heaps of money in which was really unexpected but very very cool so thank you so so much yeah we really do appreciate it a lot yeah and uh yeah if you have the means uh to get on the patreon you can get an extra episode of this every week uh once again really appreciate everyone who's done that especially at the moment Mm. um yes and uh yeah hope everyone's doing okay uh Hope you're, yeah. Hope you're taking care of yourselves. Hope you're being yeah. safe. Um, hope everyone's, uh, yeah, health, both mental and otherwise, is doing okay. But uh, yeah, we're all we're all in the same boat. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. We really appreciate you guys uh, taking uh, an hour out of your week to listen to this while this is all going on. Yeah. yeah. I think um, on the Patreon, we you guys have watched Tiger King or at least some of it. Is that that's yeah. right? We've watched yeah, it all. last night. Yeah, yeah, sweet. I'm going to watch it all before uh, we do our Patreon episode for next week. So if you want to hear us talk about that uh, apparently very insane uh, show, I think that's what we'll be doing, at least partially. Um, there hasn't been hasn't been a lot of discussion about Tiger King yet <laughs> online, so we figured we'd break the challenge. Well, well no one has perfected it It's weird it yet. to think of there being <laughs> so. a, a victor. <laughs> It's weird to think of there being a victor out of the COVID-19 crisis, but I think Mm. we can say it's definitely the documentary Tiger King. (laughs) Something that by its banner image alone, nearly everyone in the free world would have completely ignored had it not (laughs) been for being locked up with nothing else to do. Mm -hmm. Mm. And we will be dissecting Uh, that on the upcoming Patreon episode. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, filthycasuals.com.au for links to everything. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. As we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Uh, if they remaster Mario 64, Mario Sunshine and Mario Galaxy at the beginning when you turn it on, it should say, it's a three, Mario's. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just my two fucking cents. Can I not have an opinion anymore? <laughs> Am I not allowed to have an opinion anymore? Is that what it's come to? No, I'm just shocked that the comedy festival's back on. <laughs> <laughs> 